This is Will and MJ on Triple M. Are we live? You took the words right out of my mouth. They're awake and they're on fire. Oh, yeah. Fair weekend in sport, Will. Big weekend in sport, MJ. What's been your highlight? Well, last night I had three screens going because I brought my own TV to my share house and yeah. then my other two housemates brought their own. So oh. we had, we, did you see my setup on I my Instagram? I saw your Instagram. Stuff? It was an oh. elite setup. Soccer. So what, you had the rugby on one screen, soccer on one screen, and the footy on another. Yep, and then we changed over to the cricket, of course. Oh, so it bang. was a wonderful night of sport. Unfortunately, we didn't get all the results we would have loved. Well, not one. No. <laughs> to be honest, <laughs> not a single one. Um, what did you think make of the World Cup? I'd... Oh, gee. We were absolutely gallant in defeat. Yeah. To the point where, if that was any other World Cup, Mm. We would have won 1-0 because the two goals were because of uh, video assistant mm, referees. Bloody French. Yeah, and the bloody French. Very disappointing. Now, you've promised me a World Cup guest coming up later in the Speaking show. Speaking of, yeah. So someone who's been over in Russia, obviously, that's been at the front and centre. We can get the atmosphere, the feeling, the vibe from the stadium and what's going on over there. All I can tell you, MJ, is mm. that we are going to the World Cup. Oh, well, stick around for that. <laughs> that's coming up later in the show. Next, we've got to talk Carlton. Yes. Oh, God. This is Will MJ on Triple M. Will, this brings me no great joy to do this. Talking Carlton? It doesn't bring me any joy. Oh, it's everyone's favourite topic. Not mine. <laughs> Not mine. It is amusing when a big club is really, really bad. Yeah. Because when St Kilda and the Gold Coast and the Lions are bad, it's, it's a bit sad. But when it's Carlton, oh. They turn against themselves they quite, haven't really, quite easily. They haven't really been good in my lifetime. No. They've almost made what a year were you born? 93. Yeah, so they won the grand final in '95, but I, I don't can't remember, remember that. No. You're only two, so for your whole life, Carlton have been really bad. As, as far as I've been watching footy, mm. yeah, mm. <laughs> brings me no, no great joy. They don't need this. No, as a Collingwood supporter, this this segment just I don't enjoy doing this. Will I think you do? Now, halftime yesterday, I yep. was watching this game with keen interest. Why you ask? Well, we've been discussing this the last few weeks on the show. Same game, multi. <laughs> Now, we aren't sponsored by any gambling oh, house. Couldn't be further from the truth. No. So, gamble responsibly. We'll say that first. Yeah. But we, we've come up with a theory that if you just put a little $5 <laughs> on a game here and there, it can make boring games very interesting. Very interesting. Especially when you go same game multi, Fremantle 40 plus, Nat 530 possessions, and Darcy Tucker goal any time of the game. <laughs> <laughs> How did that go out? How did that go? I oh, got it. it. Yeah, Darcy, really? Tucker kicked his goal early. Fife ended on 30 on the dot. Oh, perfect. And of course... I enjoyed the first half. So how much did you win? That? How much did you win? Oh, there? We don't need. To, okay, okay. <laughs> we don't need to get into the nitty gritty. Nitty gritty of it. Just that it was a very enjoyable afternoon. It's, it's not a betting show. We're not, we're not sponsored by Tab. No. So it was not even sponsored by Ned's. <laughs> on Bluebet. Yeah. It's it was seventy seven mm. to seven at yeah. halftime, and unfortunately, of those seven points that Carlton had, none of mm. them were from a goal. So they were goalless at halftime, and at yeah. that point, I was pretty confident my bet was home. Yeah. And it was pretty clear that Carlton were in for a world of misery. And that world of misery was reflected on Triple M. Yeah. Because they decided to open up the lines here. Oh, really? For tri at Triple M footy. That's pretty rare. And hear from Carlton supporters or, to be honest, anyone who wanted to call. Now, we'll start with Paul. This is... Oh, have you got them? BT chatting with Paul. I am a member since I was two years old. 25 years old now. And I'm cutting up my membership and I'm sending it back to Princess Park. I'm fed up. I'm disgusted with my team. It's an absolute disgrace. Patrick Cripps, why has he signed on at this club? He is an absolute star, and he needs to go to a team like Essendon, like Hawthorne, like Melbourne, someone with a bit of potential. I'm fed up, Bristol. I'm fed up. Now, 
That sort of summed up all the feelings of all the support, Carlton supporters that called in. I like the idea of cutting it up, then sending it back to the club. Just, just to, in an envelope, yeah. little shards of a yeah. membership. <laughs> yeah, that's what, it could get dangerous for the oh, people shit. there in the membership department. <laughs> so there was a few more calls like that. I think Paul was the best one. He summed up the f- feeling around the club to be down by, what was it, 70 points at half time. Yep. But my most enjoyable bit was when supporters from other clubs started to <laughs> chime in. Heidi, what do you think? I'm a Collingwood supporter. I'm loving it. Absolutely loving it. My husband's outside, drowning his sorrows. He's devastated. He'll never bury for him again, he reckons. I'm trying to get him over to Collingwood. So Heidi was pumped. She was... <laughs> She was having the best afternoon ever. I believe in German they call that Schadenfreude. Yeah, exactly Taking right. Taking pleasure in another person's suffering. Well, wait till you hear from Steve. <laughs> Steve, welcome to you, Steve. Yeah, good day, guys. I'll tell you what. It all starts back from when they got rid of Ratton. Silvani's got to go. Uh, the Goose, whatever his name is, he's got to go. <laughs> Calm is a bitch for Carl. And go tight. Pump me right whack, Carl. <laughs> Come as a bitch, go tight. The gooch needs to go. The gooch. <laughs> this is Will and MJ on Triple MJ, it yep. would be remiss of us not to mention the Socceroos last night. We can reflect on the loss all we want. Yep. It was disappointing. It was oh. sad. It was... Oh, you just I can't stand seeing people dive deliberately. Oh, he was clipped. I think it was a penalty, the first one. Really? It's just, it's annoying that we're the first ever country to be stitched up by the video assistant referee. Twice. Twice. In the one game. But they were both there. You can't, like, it's justice. The correct decision was made both times. It's just such a shame we didn't pinch a draw, because that would have been staggering. That would have been the biggest boil over in the World Cup so far. It would have been so good. But anyway, we move on and what we hope that, who else are we playing? We've got Denmark. Peru and Denmark. If we... Pinch a win against one of them, pinch a draw. Still a chance. We're still a red hot chance. I so like your glass half full attitude. We man. only lost by a goal. That's true. If we lost by four, it'd be a different story, which yeah. is what everyone was expecting. But that's enough of a serious conversation. Let's get on to the weird shit. Well, <laughs> the World Cup's in Russia. Yep. The whole, every eye in the world is focused on what's going on there in the next four weeks. Yes. There's going to be weird stuff that happens. Yep. And so that's what we like to celebrate on this show. I've got three weird headlines for you coming out of the World Cup. Go on. First of all, this headline one's number one. This one's not that funny. It's mm. just kind of interesting. Yeah. The Icelandic defender, mm. Burka Marshvinson, is the only Sorry? player in the World Cup that had to get permission from work to play. He works at like a packing factory. Oh, really? Then <laughs> he was part of their draw last night against Argentina. Really? Yeah. And what? So Iceland very cool. Drew with Argentina. Yeah, they drew overnight. Pen- uh, Messi missed a penalty. Well, in his works defense, I mean, the boxes aren't going to stack themselves. <laughs> He's, what are we going to do? Is it, like, there's not that many people going in, to stack up. Yeah, there's not that many people in Iceland. If you lose a box stacker, do you reckon, is Iceland is the population roughly Tasmania? I think, I think so. Yeah, it's very small. Yeah, and yeah. they just beat one of the to- well, drew with one of the tournament favorites. favorites. That's it's staggering. It's a massive effort, and they do that big Icelandish the clap. Big Viking clap. Yeah, yeah, I love it. Their population is three hundred thousand. That's nothing. Good on them. Three MCGs full. Yep, that's it. Now, other World Cup news. Nigeria fans have been banned from taking chickens to the game. <laughs> what? <laughs> Which caused uproar, I believe, on, in Africa. Well, did were they allowed to bring their chickens into Russia? I think you can walk it around the concourse, but as soon as you want to take it in, they do a bag check. <laughs> and you've got a chicken. You don't take it in. Yeah. Now, it would be annoying if you took your chicken all the way from Nigeria to <laughs> Russia, only to find it banned at the gate. It was in your carry-on. <laughs> Do you reckon that shows up? You know when you go into the MCG, yeah. where you get the swipes? Yeah. Does that cover chickens? Like, I don't think. Would that, what does that pick up? It covers poultry. Yeah. Now, my favourite one. Mm. 
Russian workers are undergoing training to learn how to smile ahead of the World Cup. <laughs> we need to pretend that you're having fun here. Look, we're humorless here in Russia. <laughs> we know that. Please. This is a fun country. Welcome the tourists. Well, I have never really seen a Russian person smile. No, neither. Like, you look at... Who, who are the famous Russians of all time? Well, you I, see, Ivan Drago? You see... <laughs> never you smiles? See, you see Putin give, like, a, a sly grin every now and then. Yeah. Um... Who are the famous... Xenia Onotop from Goldeneye? Never yeah, smiles? You're naming fictional Russians. <laughs> <laughs> well, go, well, name a real Russian then. Vladimir Putin. Oh, yeah. Will and MJ. 105.1 Triple M. We were, we were just covering off some Russian World Cup stories. Yes. And we didn't get through everything we wanted to. No. There's plenty. <laughs> There's... There's so much content coming out of the World Cup. We need to just and refocus on it. We haven't even talked football. No. Um, from the article that I just referenced before about Russians having to learn how to smile ahead of the World Cup. Yes. Yeah. They're not very prone to it. Yeah. They said they don't... Uh, there's a, an article out of the Atlantic that says that Russians don't smile as much as other Europeans. And there's a loosely translated Russian proverb that says, laughing for no reason is a sign of stupidity. <laughs> They better not listen to this show. We've got then. the dumbest show going yeah. around in the world. <laughs> and I've, I've checked our download numbers. Not one from Russia. Not one single download. So that makes a lot of sense, actually. Yeah, it does. All those Russian bots. Uh, and I just got sent in the break wheel yes. um, this other story, which I just need to bring up. Yep. Um, someone submitted it on Twitter. MJ20 on Twitter, if you want. Um, <laughs> There's an underscore in there. So. No, there's no underscore. Okay. Just MJ20. MJ20, is that yeah. it? Yeah. Four letters. Yeah. Jeez, you've I, done well. Real early on. Got in early early adapter. Yep. So thanks for sending this through. Uh, Peru fan puts on 25 kilos <laughs> to qualify for handicapped World Cup tickets. <laughs> tickets. So, so uh, Peru, described here as a South American minnow, are making their first World Cup appearance since 1982. <laughs> so it's a massive deal for the country. Yeah. You remember us in 2006. I, I know it's about the Peru story. It's massive. It's huge. So obviously everyone in Peru is just getting over there. Yeah. We just have to get tickets. We'll find a way once we're there. So 43,582 tickets have been snapped up by Peru fans. That's the eighth most tickets for um, the showpiece. So they're they're hitting well above their weight, the Peruvian. How's Australia on that list? Uh, I haven't got the full list here. Oh, okay. Uh, plenty of dedicated Peruvians are left have been left disappointed, obviously. Not everyone can well, go. Yeah, that's, it's the World Cup. So this 24-year-old bloke from Lima yeah. in Peru, is that the capital, Will? Yes, that's the capital, yes. He decided to take matters into his own hands. Yeah. And he on the website, in the terms and conditions, the requirements for disabled people to get tickets. Yeah. Uh, to be in a wheelchair. Yep. Um, there was something specific for women, which he hasn't gone into detail here. And there's also those suffering from morbid obesity with the BMI over 35. <laughs> so that's the target. So he was at 30. So he did the maths. Yeah. And he realized he needed to put on 25 kilos. To be a BMI of 30, is that already chubby? Yeah. What is... That's pretty big. Body mass index. Mm. So in that time frame, yeah. he's managed to put on 25 kilos. That's dedication to the That's country. massive dedication. Yep. Uh, and it's worked out perfectly. Well, I know that Ryan Gosling, I remember reading for some movie role, he had to mm. put on all this weight and he would melt uh, ice cream and then just drink it. That was like his, he'd drink a few oh, of them a yeah. day. That would be the best way to do there'd it. There'd be no healthy way of doing it. How would, like, what does it say how he went about putting on the weight? It doesn't say what he ate, but yeah. it says that his mum was worried about him. Um, yeah. So he was swimming two kilometres each day to combat the ill effects of weight gain. You can't. There's no healthy way. Like, well, 
Put your mum's like worries aside here. Stuff your mum. You're putting on weight, this mate. This is the World Cup. You need to get fat for Russia. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Put down the celery stick, you... Miguel. Miguel, have another cookie. <laughs> Will and MJ. 105.1 Triple M. We'll all show you've been promising us a massive World Cup guest. And, and now is your time to shine. I've got one. You've, there's someone on the line. I've, I've, you've kicked me out of the studio to line this up. Yep. It's a bit of a surprise. Yep. Obviously, the Australians took on... France yesterday in the World Cup. Massive excitement. A huge amount of Australians over there. So I'm really excited to find out what the atmosphere was like over there, what it's like, and then building up to the next two games with Australia still a chance to qualify. That's true. And while all Australian eyes are on Russia and our Socceroos, just in my peripheral vision, there is another World Cup going on, MJ. There's another World Cup going on. It's the Quidditch World Cup, of which we are reigning champions. Australia, the drop bears. And on the line, we have vice captain of the Australian Quidditch team, Taya Rawson, and she's heading to Italy, the road to Italy. Really? Taya, when do you take off? Yes, we are. We leave on, well, I leave on Thursday. And Australia, the reigning world champs, that's correct? Yes, we are. We won in Germany in uh, 2016. Now, I don't know too much about the sport, Taya. So can you give me a quick 30-second summary of how it's yeah. played? Because I've read the books and all that kind of thing, and there's certain <laughs> aspects that I don't think would be uh, possible with. Yeah. So it's the, all the positions are the same, all the balls are the same. We just play on the ground. So it's sort of like football. It's full contact and tackling, but you're scoring goals while trying to dodge things. So there's a dodgeball aspect. And then the golden snitch is like tag football. So yeah. we've got a runner who has a tag we have to catch, and that's what ends the game. Now, Tay, you haven't addressed my major sort of question. Was it in the book? They're on broomsticks. They can fly. Yeah. Yep. What do you... Unfortunately, we can't fly. Yeah. Um, we do. We do just run around. We do have. They're not brooms, but they are sort of poles, and it's just yeah. sort of a throwback to the Harry Potter origin. Does it... They don't really perform any function. Ah. Uh, okay. Yeah. So, but does that become very inconvenient? Hmm. You'd be surprised. It, it means that you do have to do a lot of things one-handed. So tackling's all one-handed. Right. Throwing a lot of the balls is one-handed and catching. It's just sort of there. You, it doesn't really impede your running or anything. Right. It's just uh, equipment. You just have to. Yeah. Yeah, 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 basically. Now, it's a full contact sport. I just got to get my head around these broomsticks again. Yeah. It's, yeah. <laughs> it's a, a mixed gender, full contact sport, of which I can't think of another one, which is pretty cool in yeah, and of I think itself. It is, I think it is the only proper mixed gender sport that is played. I mean, you get, you have mixed netball, but I don't think there are proper competitions for that. Yeah. So the top level is mixed gender in... Uh, yeah, absolutely. Which is awesome. Now, being full contact though, and you've got these uh, sticks that are just there for no other purpose than just to, for you to ride on. Does that become dangerous if you're going up and bumping people? You'd expect so, but I've I've Jousting. never really seen yeah. anyone get injured. Uh, the only injury I've seen is someone kind of throwing a broom at someone and hitting them in the head. Is there a Quidditch red card? <laughs> there is absolutely yeah, there's there's yellow, blue and red cards. There should be. There should definitely. Yeah. Now, um I, I was gonna ask, because obviously with Harry Potter there'd be some nerdy types. Is on, on the <laughs> In your team, are there sort of the Harry Potter nerds on one yeah. side and then the competitive, sporty people on the other side? Or? You, you sound like a competitive, yeah. sporty type, Taylor. Yeah. Yes, I, I love my sport. I'm definitely there for the, the athletic, uh, competitive side. Yeah. Um, look, on, on Team Australia, most of the players, well, no, I'm going to say all of the players are very, very competitive, but that doesn't stop some of them from being diehard Harry Potter fans. We've got um, yeah. one girl who has a dog mm. called Tonks. <laughs> yep. You know that character? Yep. Very yep. niche. Are there any Harry yep. Potter tattoos amongst the squad? Um, not on not on the actual team Australia, but one of my good friends does have the Deathly Hallows tattoo. 
Wow. Oh, okay. Yeah, she would play Quidditch for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Of the countries that are competing, are there any ones that you want to keep an eye on? Or are there any... Yeah, who's the best? Dirty teams? Mm. Or? Oh, well, look, Australia won last time. So I feel like yep. we can confidently say we yeah, are the best the going in from last time. But oh, no, cool. USA are ridiculous. I'm really scared to play against them again. <laughs> what do you mean ridiculous? They're just a, they started the sport. They've been playing it for about five yeah, years longer than yeah. everyone else. And it's just USA, you know. They're just so much more competitive. Yeah, and college. Take everything really, yeah, really yeah. seriously. So they're very scary to come up against. But UK, Canada, uh, there are a lot of big forces coming in. I do find it amusing that it's another sport the British invented and they're no good at. <laughs> 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 On that note, Taya, thank you so much for joining us. We'll get right behind the tournament. When you're over there, we might even try and cross to you. Yeah, for sure. To see yeah, how you're going. Great. Obviously, we only want to win. Yep. Anything less than that, we probably will lose interest pretty quickly. But, Taya, we're excited. We're on board. How do we follow you? Do we jump on the Quidditch Australia Facebook page? Yeah, absolutely. There's Quidditch Australia, Twitter, Instagram, yep. and Facebook, and they'll be hashtagging and live streaming everything. Bang. Oh. Thank you so much, Taya. That's Taya Rawson, the vice captain of the Australian Quidditch World Cup. The drop bears. They're heading to Florence in a couple of weeks. Actually, I'm heading to Europe in a couple of weeks. <laughs> Mate, you're going to have to pop in. Call in. <laughs> I might come call in. Is there a space on the team? or? Um, you can you can be a water runner. Oh, oh, the arrogance of this guy. <laughs> That's all I've ever wanted. Wander over to Florence and get in the World Cup. <laughs> thanks, Taya. No worries. Thanks, guys. Will and MJ. 105.1 Triple M. Now, I just need to address off the top the interview we just had with Quidditch Vice-Captain Taya Rawson. And thank you to Taya for joining us. Of course, heading to Florence for the World Cup, of which we're world champs. And uh, in only two weeks. Just the the brazen arrogance of you. Well, at the end of the interview, I realised that I'm going to be in Europe at the same time that the World Cup's on. Is there a spare spot? They have trained the house down. They have set plays. They have routines that they go through to win this World Cup. They don't just... It's not just a fluke. It's not a uni games. I'm just saying that I reckon I could add to the team. <laughs> I don't reckon you could add a thing. A couple of, I'll just watch a few clips on YouTube. I'll be right to go. <laughs> oh, oh, I'd wanted, oh, I've always wanted to represent Australia. Yeah, stunningly arrogant. Mm. Well, if you had to go from scratch to... The Olympic level, though. What do you reckon? I think we've talked about this on the show before. We have discussed it before. If, and if you, you've got four years to qualify for an Olympic sport, yeah, archery. It's obviously, obviously archery. archery. <laughs> <laughs> that's, the, that's the only answer. I reckon I could hit a bullseye now. I, I wouldn't even need practice. <laughs> Walk up start. Now, other <laughs> massive sports news. Huge like, news. I don't know if uh, it qualifies as a sport. It's sports entertainment. Mm. Now, I'm a big wrestling fan. You were a massive wrestling fan. I am coming from a long way back. Yeah, you're a, you've got a handicap start. Now, the Super Showdown has been confirmed for the MCG Saturday the 6th of October. Now, the MCG. It's been a big week for the MCG. Yeah. Because Bon Jovi's going to be performing there. Yeah. Which I'm super excited about. He's going to bring the house down. But of wrestling. Course, the house is not for sale. That's a, <laughs> that's a niche Bon Jovi joke there. That's what the tour is called. Yeah. Come on. The Super Showdown has been hyphenated, of which I think they're going for a down under sort of uh, oh, okay. take. And this is the first time. This isn't your run-of-the-mill no. little event. This, this isn't is... just a little house show where the storylines are contained and nothing happens. Oh, no, like... this is a pay-per-view massive. Yeah. John Cena, Ronda Rousey. The Undertaker's on the poster. Got... And Triple I H. I thought The Undertaker retired. He sort of... He's he, back he, again. He never really retired. Yeah. <laughs> it's a real... Uh... Uh, John Farnham said But that's exciting for Melbourne Yeah it is That'll be huge at the MCG And also on this poster is Triple H Of whom you have on the hot breakfast tomorrow He's going to be on the hot breakfast live At around 6.45 tomorrow morning Is he coming in? Uh, No unfortunately He's he's at a a pay-per-view event And he was working as a producer on that 
Oh, wow. So he's actually calling in from backstage at whatever event's happening. So That's pretty cool. I mentioned it to Eddie and the fellas. Um, yeah. Will Anderson, big wrestling fan. He is was he? excited. Um, Darcy and Ed don't know too much about wrestling. They do realize that Triple H is a big name. But when yeah. you mention it to some people, like you lost your um, shit there. Oh, it was. <laughs> you're, you're excited that Triple H is coming on the show. Yeah, dropped your bundle. Have you got any questions for him? Um, what, oh, what can do, we ask Triple H? Do, do you like wrestling? <laughs> do you like wrestling? On but that note, be, on that inspired It's going to be big, though. Yeah, it'll be probably huge. be the biggest crowd he's ever seen yeah. for a wrestling event. Not as big as Bon Jovi, though. Yeah, my fascination with Bon Jovi is on a similar level to your fascination with wrestling. Oh, really? Not excited about... <laughs> very low bar. Not excited about JBJ, Richie Sambora coming We're out. Halfway there. Living on a prayer. A bit of better roses. Yeah. Oh, it's exciting. So New Jersey's finest. I'll pass. <laughs> this has been Will and MJ. Triple M supports the tour. I'm both that, tours. I'm completely behind it. Well, Triple M supporting <laughs> both the WWE... And Bon Jovi. And bon so Jovi. does life get any better than that? No. <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this has been Will and MJ on Triple M. You can follow us on Facebook. You certainly can. How? Will and MJ. Just type Will and MJ You'll in. find it. And please subscribe to our podcast. Yes. The numbers are flying at the minute. They are. And We're in the top chart. We're in the Ooh, really? top chart. So if you're missing out on the podcast, get involved in that. It's also on the Triple M app. Download mm. that. And if you give us a little review, we love those reviews. Oh. They're all positive out there at the minute. Please. No it, negative reviews. If you message our page with positive feedback, we'll bring it up. We do, we do. We love the positive feedback. This has been Will and MJ on Not Triple negative. M. Will and MJ. 105.1 Triple M.